Hello and welcome to the Queens from Queens podcast. We're on episode two, y'all, and I cannot believe it. Um, I just want to say thank you for all the love that y'all showed me on episode one. Um, you guys really like this that as a podcast on um the first episode. KP, you have fun. Yeah, KP, have fun, of course. We had a good conversation. Um, Thank you guys for promoting. Thank you guys for following the Instagram. Thank you guys for just showing love. Everything never goes unnoticed, and I'm always forever grateful. But today I'm really excited because I have a big New York activist group with me. Well, two-fourths, right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have Free Love with me. Hey, guys. What's going on? How are y'all? You want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, yeah, what's up, man? I'm Dave Lowe, and I'm one-fourth of uh, the organization called Free Love. Nice. And I'm Love Every Soul, L-E-S, Les, <laughs> founder of Free Love, co-founder. Nice. So, it's for y'all, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. It's for y'all. So, let me tell y'all. So, um, I know Les, and I saw on Instagram that the event, the Free Love event that I was having in McCarran Park so i've been wanting to go like <laughs> protest i've been wanting to do that so but i just never found the right fit for me if that makes sense you know right, right now yeah you know does, so yeah. like i didn't find the right fit for me so when i saw what y'all were doing i'm like you know what this is peaceful this is like this definitely radiates love so when i first went to the event i had no idea what to expect at all i was gonna go there i was gonna show love but i had no idea what i was gonna like get myself into right right so let me tell you guys when i went there it was literally so nice it was like literally everybody was nice everyone greeted me like even people (laughs) i didn't even know they were all like hi welcome how are you and then um they had this whole section um of to make signs so that was really cool that you guys make signs and you guys um include the people how about y'all talk about that a little bit all right i'm gonna let dave handle that because he's the main artist yeah so um so dave you're the main artist yeah myself and uh caroline one of the other four co-founders um and so what the the sign making station was i mean the idea conceptually when we started that it was to get you know random strangers to engage with each other Mm -hmm. and then also like not everyone out there had signs, you know, yeah. and so we wanted people to carry a sign that they not only like, you know, believed in the message, but mm-hmm. they carried with pride because they had a participation of in making, making it. it. Yeah. yeah. So the idea was just to get people to connect with people that they wouldn't normally have connected with right. otherwise. Right. And a lot of times, you know, people are coming out to these protests, mm-hmm. you know, they, you know, they're coming out maybe after work or whatever they were doing during mm-hmm. quarantine. Or, mm-hmm. you know, some people just don't have time to make a sign or the tools to That's make true, a sign. Yeah. So, boom, we're right there in, in, the, in, in, the, in the midst of it, the gathering right. where people are congregating. So they come and they see us. And, you know, like you said, it's all love. They mm-hmm. come over and they can make a sign. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's an art, it's a beautiful sign. Right, right. You know what I also like about the sign making? I think it's like a perfect representation of like letting your artistic like character come out as well, mm-hmm. like you know, but it also goes hand in hand with like helping and for a cause. And I think that's like when you put art and a cause into something, like you can't go wrong with that at all. Like yeah, you feel absolutely. me? You cannot go wrong if with it. If you look at it, every revolution that's ever happened throughout history, the artists have always mm-hmm. been prominent in it, mm-hmm. speaking on it, drawing about it, dancing about it, singing about it. You definitely, name it. it's just always an expression of ultimately yeah. love. Each culture, lane right? of these culture. Arts, um, for each lane of these arts, it, it could potentially like attract someone who would not have learned mm-hmm. about you know mm-hmm. the movement or, or what's going on mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. and the art just like provides another door for those people to like see like oh I, w- I wouldn't have looked at it if I didn't see a cool painting and then they saw and then they got information and now they're like 
hundred percent part yeah. of, of what the movement is. Yeah, that's definitely a good way to look at it. I like that idea, and I like that Chad guys incorporated art into it too, because like that's just who doesn't like art? Who doesn't <laughs> like to real. express themselves? You feel me? So I really yeah. want to get into how free love started. Like, where did the oh, idea ooh. come from? When did you guys <laughs> all sit down and like, all right, we're gonna do this, and we're really gonna do this? Um. So. I mean, shit. It was kind of, we just started, um, so we just started protesting, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I was getting out there, and then, you know, Dave hit me up. My Dave and Turtle hit me up. You know, they were like, you know, I want to join you. I see what you're doing. So they came out with me, you know, to protest and stuff like that. And uh, we went to this um, protest in Cadman Plaza in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And it was so powerful, and it was so peaceful. So, like, just to touch on what you said before, like, a lot of times the media, like, kind of makes us feel uneasy about these protests because yeah, they definitely. show like the, the the worst times but right. you know a lot of these protests are peaceful a lot of these protests are well organized mm-hmm. you know that you know things happen you know especially when the police get rowdy and they show up in riot gear you know right. who's really showing up for a fight right. mm-hmm. um but just to go back to the to the protest so we were there five thousand people in brooklyn wow. and um, so many activists spoke. Um, Mayor de Blasio tried to speak, mm. and 5,000 people turned their back to him. Wow. And blew That's him a hell of a sight to see, I'll tell you that. That sounds like a really, really so, sight to see. And so, just to, just to add on what he just said, mm-hmm. like, we, we were out there and we seen, like, incredible displays of like solidarity amongst mm-hmm. strangers mm-hmm. and we were like we realized we wanted to do more do something else mm-hmm. you know besides lay our bodies on the line for for these you know for these events mm-hmm. and yeah. then um also to touch on what you said right before we started a lot of people don't feel comfortable marching right. and a lot of people don't feel comfortable publicly speaking mm-hmm. a lot of people don't feel comfortable getting in front of the news camera and and saying what they're doing out right. there and so Free Love was kind of born organically from all these different aspects when we realized, like, all right, let's create a space where the people who are not comfortable marching for 10 miles, yeah. you know, in the rain, sleet, snow, mm-hmm. or sunshine, let's give them a space. Right. Let's, um, people who, who physically cannot march, you know, who are, like, physically impaired, let's give them a space. That's amazing. Um, and, like, we just wanted to create a safe haven and also, like, a recharge point mm-hmm. um, for, for the... You know, for the yeah, people. Yeah. yeah. So you guys ultimately just sat down and said, like, what can we do? Yeah. So yeah. How like, can we get everyone involved? Literally everybody. Um, I thought I love that you said the physically impaired. I've never even like thought like how yeah, they could help. Some and, like, people have high spirits and and their bodies don't right. can't match it, mm-hmm. and they're like can't walk or can't mm-hmm. be out there or like you know blind or yeah. hearing impaired or right. you know yeah, suffering from an injury that they're yeah. healing from right. and it's like mental illness those people have voices yeah. too yeah of and course. you know if they don't have somewhere to let them be heard yeah then, you know mm-hmm. and i also love because you know i kind of stalked your guys's instagram today <laughs> you know because just for research a refresher course you know, journalist purposes you know just so i don't come here and don't know what i'm talking about but i did um see you guys's instagram you guys have a lot of kids and mm. let's just said that you guys um wanted to include the kids and i think that is so important yeah and why do you guys think that is so important explain to the people why the kids should get involved because i always say this but first and foremost they're our future there we Pretty go. Much. That's know, what I was waiting and, for. First and foremost. <laughs> That's exactly what Secondly, I was Secondly, I am blessed to say I have a seven-year-old son oh, who, like, made me the man I am before you today. And um, I just love kids. I prefer little people over big people. <laughs> so that's that was my reasoning for wanting to yeah. make, like, the kids a big, big uh-huh. part of it. And also just because, you know, some parents, you know, bring their kids out to these things and the kids don't know what to expect. Yeah. And so this is a way for the parents to, like, 
have their children involved in a very positive in in the changing of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys do have a lot of like families yeah, and um I mean, coming up. Yeah, it's family friendly. Well, yeah. it's people friendly, right? Yeah, everybody. everyone's invited. Everybody, yeah. no matter what. So, um, so Fourth of July mm-hmm. just passed, and everybody on social media, everybody in general, were really weary on celebrating as they should be. Right, um, right. so I just wanted. So you guys did something really cool, yeah. and I want to touch on that. Um. If you guys go on their Instagram, you'll see the paintings they made, which I really, yeah. really fucked yeah. with. Yeah, I yeah really that was Caroline's work. Shout out Caroline. Shout, Shout out, out to you, Caroline. Caroline. Glam, um, Glam underscore Carol. Go yeah. follow okay, her. Okay, yeah. yeah. Please do. Um, Amazing um, artist. So that event on July 4th, like, don't get me wrong, like, everyone wanted to spend time with their family mm-hmm. and, like, you know, have a good time and get to see the cousins you don't get to see often, but, like, I, we felt guilty about you know just going and straight Same. up just partying because mm-hmm. it just wasn't right. Mm-hmm. You're like you can't take days off. So we uh, partnered with a with a group called Refuse Fascism, which is actually a, a well established group across the country. They have outposts in LA, Houston, nice. um, and a couple other major cities. Mm-hmm. And so we grouped with them. So they their purpose was to do a. Um, uh, symbolic toppling of the newest confederate monument which was trump which is why we painted the trump Mm -hmm. and so we painted a trump and some other signs and brought that out so they could um, march from columbus square to trump tower and then topple um the trump uh quote unquote confederate monument in front of trump tower wow did you guys Um, succeed i'm sorry did you guys succeed oh absolutely yeah we did that and then we even like went down and to Washington Square Park where we met up with um, Warriors in the Garden and a couple other groups and they had a really special group of people out there mm-hmm. and we wound up like marching for the second half of the day we weren't even planning to that's um, amazing yeah yeah so we got and it we was got hot a, on July 4th yeah we got a lot we got a lot of footwork in on, on the 4th of July but um, you know with that being said towards the end of the night you know I met up with my friends and you know we yeah, had a cold course. one and chilled out. But you out. guys are not celebrating no Fourth of July. No, no, oh, no it was no, because no. you know this is a time of the year where everyone gets to celebrate each other. Yes, exactly. Not about the holiday, but exactly. you know you do miss out on those family mm-hmm. times that you don't get mm-hmm. if we just yeah. like said like you know forget it. And so we didn't celebrate, you know, America's independence. I celebrated having a yeah. special group of I don't friends know about that I'm gonna have for life. But <laughs> most of my Fourth of July, I spent going to a barbecue, and not once was out there saying, you know what. Thank you, America. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, I've been, right. you know, I've been always just drinking and, and lighting fireworks, having a good time. Having right. good time Thank so you, America. I've yeah. never, I have never in my life. Well, okay, so but, Juneteenth was before Fourth yes. of July. Can we explain why Juneteenth is so important to col- the culture? To KP is representing right now. I hear hey, you, KP. Yes, sir. Um, so can we explain why Juneteenth is like so important? Opposed to 4th of July. Well, as opposed to the 4th of mm-hmm. July, we have to realize in 4th of July, we were, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of slaves were, were still enslaved, beaten, raped. You know, it wasn't liberty for all men. Yep. And then you go to Juneteenth when we finally were able to get, you know, certain certain liberties in this country because let's not get it twisted. We are still not free in this country even till mm, now. Say it but Juneteenth was a chance for us to actually be viewed as citizens, as, 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 as you know, somewhat humans in this country. So yeah. that's what we celebrated, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally, all slaves being so free, So yesterday, you know? was yesterday the 7th? Yeah, so yesterday was the 7th. Yesterday I saw on Instagram not um, for people to not spend a dollar. Mm-hmm. And can we also explain that? Because... Because we have, as, peop- as, the, as people, mm-hmm. and um, I hate it when people use the words like minority because... 
we like, are the yo, majority. We, we are the, the majority. Oh, I like that. You know, that. the I government really like is that. the minority and the, mm-hmm. and the systems in place are the minority. We mm-hmm. are the majority. And as the majority, we have a certain set of um, powers, right? Like our purchasing power. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we are the economy. It yeah, only definitely. runs with our dollars. Yes. So if we don't mm-hmm. spend any dollars, we can effectively shut it down. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and if we don't you know support these companies that support don't politicians su- with like that you don't know, support us broken ideologies or, or, or even go as far to say racist or yeah. corrupt ideologies if we don't support those companies that support those politicians we in turn cut those politicians from their support yeah and um it's a it's a money is one of the most powerful tools we have alongside our masses and our voices mm-hmm. um and you know because a lot of us are like individually yeah. impoverished or not in the top um, 1% or not like in the elite wealth wealth class mm-hmm. um, we forget that we do have that power as a collective as everyone and yeah. so I think yesterday was a day for people to celebrate that power and say hey this is our this is our you know this is a tool that we have and mm-hmm. we give it to you but we can also take it from you I don't think people realize that when you pay for something you are funding the government essentially yeah, like, the, yeah if you pay for something that's, that's literally why I, I have a problem with using banks I'm sorry to yeah, digress it's but a, it's a it's a big thing for me because as soon as you put your money into a bank you um, inherently support this bank's agendas mm. right and so if a bank or a corporation has a certain agenda and they use your money to right. fund said agenda you exactly. are part of it exactly and so i think like, i read somewhere that um black people make up like almost half of the economy in mm-hmm. america like the, the amount of money you guys spend the clothing you buy look at the or, culture look and at the right. culture and look at, look at, exactly I mean, everything is black at, culture i think people don't realize this that even like if you're a sneakerhead, Jordans, that's a black culture. Like, you know, yeah. you you feed off black culture. And I feel like so many people forget that aspect. And they just think, oh, no, like... The music. The, the music, fashion, the fashion, the, the hairstyle. The language. The language. Um, it's just everything. Is, everything you listen on the radio now is is, is black culture. Like, black artists. Hip-hop you know and R&B is the new and pop. I, you know, and there's plenty of other great artists as well. But, you know, you have to understand that, you know, everything that's you know, mm-hmm. the most popular is the most popular genre. And that... Yeah. Is part of black culture and that is hip hop. I don't and, even know. remember the last time I heard like a pop in pop song. Like honestly, like Katy Perry. Who the hell is dropping? Who? <laughs> who listens to Katy who? Perry? KP. <laughs> they said who? The energy. Okay. <laughs> they got a few. They got a few. Out nah, no, music is music. Music is music, and and great music is great music, no matter who it comes yeah, of from. Of course. But we, you, you're right. We do have to like. Realize. So, yeah, realize and, and and not only that, just like say it, like yeah, this is this is part of a culture that's mm-hmm. like been exploited be. too long. Now we have to celebrate it and show it respect. Yeah, it I'm can't sure. be Black Lives Matter. It can, you can't not. It cannot be Black Lives Matter when you're listening to the music. You're, you're wearing the clothes. You're, you're you know you're, you're talking like us. You you know you can't do all that and just like disregard. Right. If black disregard lives matter. Black, black music matters. Then black clothing matters. Then all black of that matters. Matter, then you, you know? can't then be rocking all matters. that if you're not. Rocking with the movement, yeah, I definitely right. agree with that. Black, yeah, I definitely. Would you black say, matters, KP? Black matters, period. Black matters, period. I like that. Might be a sign. That's gonna be one of our next songs, okay, man. KP. Look at I'm you. Shout out KP. Shout out to my producer. Yeah, no KP already. Yeah, no KP already. So let's get into like the police. All right. 
Let's get into the police and all right. Let Dave you start <laughs> with the police. With the police and black this, people. This one's a tough one. Okay. I mean, not just for me personally. I mean, it's a tough one in general because mm-hmm. it's probably one of the bigger hurdles we have in this entire fight. I agree. And it's a, it's also like a, a sticky one for me too because I have a lot of friends and family who are either aspiring officers or are already Same. officers. Mm-hmm. And um. One, um, the police as a system in general, and this is only my personal opinion, I don't speak for anyone. Of course. Um, but the system as it is designed is not what it was, what they told us it was. Okay. It, it, it's mm-hmm. not protect and serve. It's definitely more like patrol and control. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that, patrol and control. It's, um, it's definitely not, um, you know, everyone is uh, given due process under the eyes of the law. That's mm-hmm. not true. You know, it's, it's a very, very uneven process that mm-hmm. varies depending on your skin color and the demo in which you're from. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, it's one of the bigger hurdles because to topple that system is, is, is almost going to be equally as difficult than to topple the entire government because they go hand in hand. Right. Yeah. And not that we want to topple it, but this machine as it works, I mean, as it is, is obviously not working yeah so the first thing we want to do is defund them and a lot of people get confused when we say that yeah, and they what think does we that mean defund, defund, defund the police all right so here in new york you know, I we have, have an idea. a five and five and some change billion dollar budget okay. for the nypd okay, wow. um when we say defund we don't mean take the money and dismantle the police mm-hmm. we mean no, we don't mean buy them unnecessary stuff i don't know if you guys know in 2016 every police precinct in the new york city police department mm-hmm. got brand new dodge chargers wow they have five million dollars in cars i did not know that they have six all. submarine drones yeah, it's, it's, why do you it's a lot and, and what defund citizen just has means a, take a some submarine. of that money and um and and, and uh and put it elsewhere and then a lot of people don't know we should say divest I want we, we should we need divestment from the police too which means mm-hmm. like that money that they do take when they defund they allocate it into other areas okay. and so like the yeah. defund the police thing gets a lot of people on edge because that's livelihoods right? right like what my son's godmother just just became a police officer congrats oh, wow. to her I don't want to say her name yeah um, oh. you know but I know how hard she worked yeah, and I know that course. she deserves it and I know she's a good human being right and so I'm pretty sure it, it, it feels offended, offensive to her when she hears um, me say these things but yeah. it's not that it's you know the police are all the police are bad and when we say all cops are bad we mean the system this, there's the no system good parts to a bad machine that's under. also what i wanted the, to the ask the corrupt you. system that they are under yeah. is what we are trying to dismantle you know, and defund mm-hmm. yes these individuals that wear the badges and stuff yes of course a lot of them probably aren't you know yeah. terrible people and mm-hmm. that that's fine mm-hmm. and like an officer and a, a retired officer told me he said if he was talking to a bunch of officers around me he said if the shoe don't fit don't wear it. it. If you're not a bad cop, if you're not... It shouldn't be offensive. It shouldn't be offensive. And if you see a bad cop doing something, stop him. Exactly. You know, the way we're trying to dismantle, we're trying to defund, and the reason so many people are angry is because they have this code of silence, this code of brotherhood, this blue right. lives thing. It's mm-hmm. a... That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't. Like, how, how can you put blue lives, which is an occupation, a job, over actual human beings? That's... That makes exactly. You know, what so I when I say de- when I say defund, when I say dismantle, when I say abolish, I mm-hmm. mean the system that 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 was created hundreds of years now. ago. Hundred years ago, it was a slave patrol, right? To reincarcerate under the Thirteenth mm-hmm. Amendment, so we they can get slave work. Mm-hmm. So Victoria's Secret and all these companies can get free labor in in the United States right. and profit off of it. Mm-hmm. Why can, why is why are prisons private private? You know, like privately owned. Yeah. 
prisons. That does, that Speaking of prisons, fun fact for y'all: Did you guys know that over eighty percent of the peeled garlic in America comes from prison labor? Are you kidding? I never. No, and they, not. And, it's and I guarantee you, when they get out of jail, they can they can't even work in the kitchen to peel onions. Yeah, and, you can't and even get a job. The reason is record. because it's not a machine that does it as efficient. And because if you do it for long enough, garlic will eat your fingertips. Oh my god! Fun fact: I never knew that. Now you guys know. So with the defunding of the police, um, people usually say the thing like, "Not all cops are bad." That's one of the. That's true. Things. Yeah, that's, that's one of the rebuttals. But the another thing I hear, and I've heard less um, post about this, is mm. black on black crime. Oh my god! People always <laughs> bring up black on black crime, oh and can god. you guys? Can you? Yeah. Can you guys um, explain why that is not a valid okay. reason to this argument at all? Well, one, it, just to get into it, just to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a touchy. Looks this really, is a, just less a, looks. It's, it's a, just I get a phrase that was I've coined. That. In my, I think it was just, it was like you know, just how every um, every um, this it's is a, probably a gonna be a poor analogy, mm-hmm. but you know how every commercial needs a good jingle. Yeah, it was just a, a phrase that was coined to perpetuate a certain type yeah. of behavior it's, yeah. from it's police a, it's a distraction because it has no vital thing to the argument so if i bring up police brutality right. if i tell you that you know police are killing black people mm-hmm. in, in america mm-hmm. and you say well black people kill black people too mm-hmm. like you basically the, says that like, oh you guys kill each other so why, it's why all right can't we kill you yeah, yeah exactly, it's all right so exactly. it's like you have to really understand exactly. that it's just a distraction because you know white and white crap white and white crime happens just as Every efficiently day. as mm-hmm. the rate and you have to understand that crime happens because of proximity mm-hmm. you commit crimes you hurt people that are closest to, to you, you right mm-hmm. and understand that the u.s government put a lot of um, black and people of color mm-hmm. in project buildings in these closed environments the right. buildings that go straight up uh-huh. so you have a bunch of people and guess who has to come live there after they get out of prison criminals criminals so now you're in, you're, you're in a poor environment with the lack of resources your school is terrible of course there's high crime mm-hmm. and who else you're gonna commit crime next to the people that are next to you exactly. you know what I'm saying exactly. so there's white on white crime there's Chinese on Chinese crime in China yeah. there's you know Australian Australian mm-hmm. crime but nobody talks about nobody. that you know what I'm saying if it if if when 9-11 happened, you know, I'm sorry, you know, for any listeners out mm-hmm. there that lost anybody. But if, if I were to say something so insensitive, that said, you know what? All buildings matter or Americans kill Americans. Exactly. Why are we going to Iraq exactly. to bomb them? Exactly. How insensitive would that have been? Very. How insensitive? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you say black on black crime, and I'm going to look you in the face and I'm going to laugh. I'm, I'm, I'm not just, even going to continue the conversation. I just never saw the reason on why people even use that term because I didn't think it was valid in the argument that black people are trying to make in this movement at all. Um, but I'm so happy that you said the proximity thing because in our first episode, me, KP, and his co-host, we kind of got into black on black crime, and I had remembered you posting something or along yeah. those lines, and I was trying to explain it, but I <laughs> couldn't say it like less, like you know, as clearly as him. And it comes back to like this stupid term, "all lives matter." Oh, man. That is the stupidest term I've ever heard. <laughs> they used to. I think, I think that one too is like people are starting to like. Like I'm, I'm hoping that people are starting to fucking like wake up about that one, cause like yeah, of course all lives matter, bro. Mm-hmm. Of course all lives matter. Mm-hmm. But people hear Black Lives Matter and think it means matters more than you or only Black or Lives. Only, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. like, it's just again, it, it really goes right back to the distraction, the, the like, the, the distraction, the, mm-hmm. the fact that these behaviors have been taught over generations, and so they think they, they feel this as true. Right. And so when they say, "Oh, well, all lives matter," 
they really genuinely believe that Black Lives Matter is an attack on mm-hmm. them or mm-hmm. what or their way of life as they know it. Right. And in some cases it is because some people, you know, are complacent with all this stuff that's going on. They exactly. like they they're cool with their little bubble. They're like it doesn't affect me, so it it doesn't exist in my life. But it's like those are probably the people that are saying all lives matter. And yeah. that one's just laughable at this point. That like, one is very it's, laughable. It's like, come on. That's man. like a meme. Of I saw course. this meme. It was like, Oh, if someone's house on fire, are you gonna handle that house or are you gonna handle every house and, and say, like, yeah, yeah, all yeah, houses all, all matter. Houses matter. Yeah, all like, houses matter. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. So I wanna get into um George Floyd. Yeah, go ahead. You had something. No, no. Okay. I wanted to get into George Floyd mm-hmm. and May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Rest and in ultimately, power. this has happened so many times before him. And But do you guys see how much of a movement has become off his um, his death? Mm. Oh, man. He's, uh, it's, I, I'm I, almost ashamed to say that um, it's so, it's so it unfortunate. It had to take that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so unfortunate that it had to take, you know, yet another, you know, black man to be murdered at the hands of police yeah. for for this mm-hmm. to happen um with that being said that man changed the world because he gave he paid the ultimate price for something that he wasn't even buying yeah he didn't even do it and um and uh and people were finally fed up mm-hmm. yeah, everyone like the world stood up and you know, said you, like you, this it, is enough it was impossible for you to watch that video and not be moved not and be not, not be feel you know what i'm saying yeah. I, I you know i was brought to tears it watching hurts. it you know i'm sorry it you know that man was it, 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 i can't even watch it to this day I it, can't watch it's that video. it's terrible but you know he's it started something it it it, it woke something up in a lot of people mm-hmm. cuz you know you've seen it through history a lot of times you know when Trayvon Martin and a couple of the deaths mm-hmm. you know uh, people did get up people did go protest yeah. but you know we we would go quiet sometimes, yeah, you know. We we get we get right. we get bored, and you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, this one's different. This one is the biggest human rights movement in in I history. Heard. I read that yeah. uh-huh. in the world. And also, it happened it happened at a time when everyone had time. You know, this pandemic literally stopped the world. The world. It stopped it the clock. It made you actually think a little. And it showed the time alone, the time without work, the time without public interaction. For a lot of people, I'll say for myself for sure it like puts the mirror in front of you and really shows you like mm-hmm. who you are what exactly. you what what will you do for mm-hmm. like what you believe in like how far are you willing to go exactly like, it shows you who you are mm-hmm. and if it doesn't show you it shows the people around you who yeah. you are really so when i first got my little taste of like black lives matter and um mm-hmm. getting into the movement um i was in high school and it was at the time trayvon had died and i was so upset honestly i felt like I knew him just because he was young like me at the time and I was so moved at what that man did to him and I hear now that George Zimmerman is he's like free. and he's yeah. suing the family. Mm-hmm. I hear that he like sells like autographs or something. Is yeah. that not ridiculous? Yeah. I think that is so ridiculous. So we all live in Queens. I don't know about you, Dave. Um, I live in Brooklyn. All right, New York City is New York City. <laughs> as long as you're in the five boroughs. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn and the Maybe Queen step. from Queens podcast. Okay, okay, <laughs> heard you. Okay, okay, heard you. Um, so you know what I found very shocking in this whole process is that a lot of people I know are racist. Oh, man, oh, me and too. And I don't know some if you guys can relate. No, some people I loved. And oh. it's shocking, yeah. right? Racist it's or brainwashed. Or brainwashed yeah. or like... And, and either if they if they got law enforcement family or, or, you know, just... 
it's just something. Grown, grown that way. Like, people yeah. I went to high school with, I, I live yeah. nearby. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, People you used ridiculous. to see every day dap up, you feel me? It's crazy, too, because, you know, no one likes to be called a racist, right? Okay. But when we say the word, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean, like, you hate a people of a certain race. Right. It, racism doesn't always mean hate. Mm-hmm. Complicity can be racism. Yeah. You know, like, um, ap- apathy can be racism. Like, these different things that you just silence Mm -hmm. can be racism you know what i mean and so people hear it and automatically think like oh you're a hateful person and you will go to any lengths to see these people fail yeah but it's not just that it's It's like there's so many intricacies that people fail to realize and then when you like for me when i brought this conversation to someone that person immediately was like defensive Mm. and it was like wow Mm. yeah you you you're one of you're one of them like yeah yeah, it's like but the thing is, sometimes they don't even realize they don't. that yeah. they, that That's what the they're saying thing. or what they're doing is, is is even even racist or disrespectful or, or you know you know or even wrong. Yeah. Right. Sometimes they just feel like it's it's okay. Like I don't know. I've had a couple conversations and it's just like it's ridiculous. Like I had you know I had one person tell me that they someone is blacker than me because they they lived in the projects and a harder life than me. What? So ultimately, you're saying you have to live in the project. So your yeah. blackness is defined by your poverty or your struggle. Yeah, exactly. That's no. no. And then I called him out on it. Mm-hmm. And then I was, I was, I was the crazy one. I was like, "Oh, you're taking it too far. You pulling that card." And it was like, <sighs> yeah, it's like <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta right. go because you just don't get it. I think that's so offensive to like even question somebody's blackness or to even question people in general. Or it, I just so, put somebody in a just, box. Like just ultimately, just define he's it saying, by by social standards. Or, That's right, literally exactly, what racism is. Exactly, exactly, exactly you know that. That's crazy, and I was shocked because you know New York City is supposed to be one of the most liberal cities in the world. We're not going to talk about New York State because if you keep going upstate, you know how that goes. Yeah. But I'm saying the five boroughs. Like right, right, right. I've grew up in Queens. All my friends are all different colors. Like I've never. Like, I've never, you know, like, had an issue with um, race or anything like that. And just to see that people that I've, like, been around and grew up with to be such, like, small-minded people have been, like, super a shock. But it's it's necessary, too, because now you know how to filter them out. Yeah, it, w- yeah, it is a shock. Like, we went to school, him and I, in Queens, in Middle Village. Christ and then King. one day we went oh, to a protest King. over King. there. So the KP. <laughs> oh, we have the CTK oh, alumni now. Hey, yo, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we went to a protest over there in Juniper Valley, oh, and I always man. knew, you know, that the the neighborhood and the oh, and the school was village? like a little, yeah, you know. It, but like when we were in school, and you know, it was like a little bit like, all right, they definitely don't think we belong here. But it was never like super they, outright, except once or twice things that I'm they, not going to say the here Malcolm on this X? mic. Sweater thing happened at Christ the King. But if you um, watched the first episode, we talk about King. Yo, we went <laughs> to we went to Juniper racism. and we marched around the around the park. Uh-huh. And we were how blatant! I was I was actually surprised at how blatant it was. Cursed like that. they were like cursing at us, Curse flipping that. us off, telling us go You're home. You're kidding me! They right? ripped they, our Black Lives Matter sign. Black Lives Matter. I had to tape it back up. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. 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 They were like they were like congregating with the police like <gasps> thank biker jackets thank thanking police. the police like with the american flag on the back of their motorcycles yeah. revving it around like, the block intimidation like. tactics at 
like oh, old time high. Like it was, it was blatant. And you live like down the block from Lit- there, like literally was, after was, the protest, we had a group of individuals come up to us and tell us like, "Hey, um, can we walk you to the train or bus, or however you get wow. home?" Because we heard a couple of uh, these and guys. And these are talking. locals of that area, so they even they knew like they witnessed oh, how yeah. how racist their neighborhood was, and were like. We want to just be a shield for you guys, and we yeah. want to hold you. We want to be there with you guys. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, and they walked us, you know, back to Metro, and that's using your privilege, right Thank there. Yes, yeah. it is. How, that's, that's an how important is to use your privilege? Let's go into that. Oh, Speak up, say yeah. something. Say if you something. see something, say something. Please, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. If you someone, even if it's your family member, I mean, it's, it's so yeah, important just them. to say it, just to check them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like. You know, just going just to just to use an example out of my life. You know, as as a man, I have privilege. So the word bitch, I you know, excuse my language. Yeah. I've tried to you know eliminate that out of my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And when every time the people around me use it, I've tried to check them. I've checked my own father using it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So if I can do that, if I can use my privilege for that, then you can use your privilege to stop somebody from saying from something. discrimination, mm-hmm. from right. saying something that's rude, mm-hmm. from you know, colorist, sexism, anything. Being yeah. assaulted by police, even. Being assaulted by police. Record them, say something, One stop them. One of the them. free love signs, which really like stood out to me, was um, white silence is violence, mm-hmm. if I'm not um, yeah. mistaken. And when I read that, I'm like, that's just like point like on point like if you are not see the people have this misunderstood to be a part of the black lives matter you do not need to be black you you don't need to be like a super activist or protester or a writer or anything at all go on your instagram like you post your selfies every day like you post that it'll take you two seconds Mm -hmm. to i'm sure you see it because you're complaining about it. Exactly. You're complaining about the pro. You complain. I'm sure you see it. It'll take How you two you seconds. Mm-hmm. It'll take you two seconds to repost a, a, a say her name, Brianna Taylor. Or even yes. if you don't Anything. repost it, read it, educate yourself. Educate yes. yourself. yourself. At can, the very least. I can respect somebody that wants to be educated. Right. That I can respect. Because, you know, not everybody is raised in an environment where they know much about stuff like this. Um, like people down south, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. know, like there's probably a lot of people that are raised in the very like conservative conservative families and they want to break out they want to be more liberal but they just don't know how and i think the first step is honestly educating yourself going online like we live in 2020 like there is google, no excuse google, for google. you not to yeah. like know your and if, stuff and if you don't want to go on google netflix has its own section of black lives matter and you can Preach. get your you know get you can start there there's no excuse for there's ignorance really anymore no. Excuse it's on Hulu. It's on your Fire Stick. I, there's a whole black, there's a whole black documentary mm-hmm. section on, on on my Amazon Fire yeah. Stick. Mm-hmm. Trust you got to start responding to people that say like, "Oh well, I didn't know," and it's like, "Well, you didn't know because no. you didn't you want, want to, to know. know." Exactly. You know what I also don't like? Um, I don't like the stereotype that black men have to be athletes or mm. they have to be rappers. Mm. I do not like that at all. Yeah. Like I think like for so long people are like, "Oh, just dribble a ball or get on a mic and." Yeah. It's either yeah, it's either you got bars or you go to the league. That's and that's a, it. And, that's like and like people don't realize that you can be a doctor, you can be an engineer, and we need more black engineers. We need more black female engineers. Right, like right. you know, like and I hate that. And I think all these stereotypes just come down to it to 
ignorance where yeah where, where the ignorance hits the hardest is in these low income neighborhoods because that's where that media is you know that kind of that image is being portrayed yeah. mostly right. because you do these have kids think like oh I can't I can't be a doctor yeah. like, I can't I, get I, out I can't, the I mean like, you go to their school and I would believe it too exactly you know what I'm saying so you have to understand that you know that's where it's hitting the most so that's you know that's where they're seeing it and that's the only thing that the media is going to show you because the exactly. media is not going to show you the, 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 the hundreds of black hundreds of thousands of black kids that mm-hmm. are successful that are engineers that are doctors exactly. that are right you know you know very you know engine so you know scientists mm-hmm. you know astronauts at that you know they're they're everywhere they are successful exactly. but the media won't show you that what they will show you is is us rapping on mm-hmm. tv they'll show you uh, they'll, they'll they'll nationally broadcast us slam dunking a basketball exactly. make a, they'll make those guys our heroes yeah but mm-hmm. they won't they won't show us the the, mm-hmm. the innovators the, the the engineers and mm-hmm. all that you it all saying? goes back to like this cash cow thing like we spoke about this on the first episode we talked about the high school that we all went to and how i felt like athletics there was like they used it as a cash cow oh, for the absolutely. school like absolutely. you know and majority of the team was black men absolutely. but do you think they respected their culture do you think they respected their Nothing. i would say as an athlete they didn't really necessarily i wouldn't use the word respect mm-hmm. but they gave they they gave they gave me leeway. Yeah, you know they kind of let me get away with more than that's because you because had we were because you a were white coach. Money. You had a you had <laughs> a white coach, school. a white athletic director that depended on that sports program right. that would speak up for you, use his privilege to speak up for those sports guys. But have you not have you not been wearing a basketball hoodie or or a football hoodie? It is bye bye. Right. Exactly. Goodbye to exactly. you. Exactly. exactly. That is exactly. And back to the media. Um, and we spoke about this briefly on the first episode. I just found this so funny when this all began. Um, began um, the <laughs> the looters, um, the fires, all of that was portrayed. But once peaceful protesting started, I never saw it, it on TV. Quiet. I never saw any of that on TV. I just yeah. decided like it wasn't if th- it wasn't violent then it wasn't on TV. I think it, that but that is by design, right? Like yeah. all these news outlets are owned by the same handful of people. Mm-hmm. And so no wonder all the news outlets cover the general same thing across the country is because they push a certain agenda. Like they want you to see and infer a certain message from the news. Yeah. And so they're not going to show peaceful protesters who you know, wind up achieving their goal after six weeks of protests. They're gonna show you a guy throwing a brick through a very expensive building. That's what you know. That's what I'm saying. And so, and it's just also like incentive to push the narrative. Like, police gotta crack down on this. Police gotta crack down and like give them more, um, like justification right. in mm. being aggressive and 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 literally taking people off the street, snatching people off the street. Right. I'll tell you like this. We've been out there since day one, since the George Floyd video came out. We out, you know, we went out there when it was, you know, day one Fresh, in New York. Yeah. And yeah, I've seen I've seen I've seen the looting. I've seen, you know, the rioting and stuff like that. But, you know, they don't talk about the whole day. So I was out there since probably the morning all the way to the night. They don't talk about how peaceful it was, yeah. how how we led them all the way to Times Square and begged them to to kneel with us if they believed that the murder of George Floyd was wrong. Yeah. And they and plenty of them denied. Wow. Only yeah. three of them were able to 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 kneel with us. Wow. But that was also another um, propaganda, nice, mm-hmm. nice little stunt, nice little peace-giving yeah. stunt. Because a little, not too long after, they were charging it and, and 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 arresting us and slamming us exactly, to the ground. Yeah, you know I what saw I'm saying? somebody like run their car over you, like the protesters. Mm. Yeah. Like I couldn't believe that. It's it's, it's, it's glad you say that too, because you're like when you're like, yo, we like asking these cops like kneel with us if mm-hmm, you stand with us, mm-hmm. like. 
if you stand with us, then kneel with us. And, and if you don't, that, and then that's why you get the all cops back, are bad. This brings this brings us back to the all cops are bad conversation because um, good cops are not really allowed to exist. They ostracize cops who like report other cops. Mm. They they preach, they brother, victimize preach. cops preach. who stand up for what's for for justice against mm. other officers. Mm. They they you know effectively run them out of the force. They don't mm-hmm. let them exist, and yeah. so. You know that is what we're saying when we say all oh, cops are bad. Not that yeah. like the people who wear badges are bad people, and, but the and good people can't don't even get a chance to stay. Good yeah. people think like there's probably police out there that are like, I have five children, I have to feed my children. Yeah, I'm a single father, I'm a single mother. I have the, I have to feed my children. Now what's going on in this precinct? I don't agree with, but you know what? I have to put food on yeah. the table for my children. Yeah. And so I'm going to make whatever moral sacrifice I have to make for my children. Yeah. And I, I, I can't blame that person. Yeah, I, can't can't can't, them. I, I can't condemn them because I would, you know, who but wouldn't I, do that? Yeah, those things for, for the people they love. Ones, yeah. But I can't, I can't, but in the same token, I cannot condemn the looters and rioters because you know why? At the same token, they are angry. They have an agenda exactly. just, just the same way right. that cop Rightfully does. So. You know exactly. what I'm saying? I can't condemn them. I may not agree with what they're doing, but I can't, I can't condemn them. Yeah, you man. know, they're angry and you know what? This country's put them in a low poverty neighborhood. So yeah, if a glass window is the only thing keeping me from getting that Gucci belt they flaunt on TV all day. Right. That's I'll see exactly you later. What I'm gonna do, right? So you know, and that stuff can be replaced. You know what? George Floyd can't be. That life cannot be replaced. All these lives cannot be. So yeah, the stores are broken in. Tough fucking luck. Yeah, and you know they got what? insurance. To and yes. and to all the 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 black people and and people of color that because I had a, a Puerto Rican gentleman come up to me and flash his gun because he's a business owner in Glendale. Oh my goodness. He saw me with my signs. He's flashed and said, you know, if they come rioting over here, and I was like, brother, you know, you don't own that I'm, I'm sure your bank owns that and you pay the bank to Pretty keep your sure, business right. yeah understand we do not own probably anything in this country as black and, and people of color the people that really own it is the banks and the banks are owned by the elite which is why they will approve us for 100k in college debt but won't give us a $5,000 bank, bank loan, loan. Mm. if we wanted to start free love as a business mm-hmm. and collectively I'm pretty sure our credit does not suck amongst the four of us yes and we wanted to go get mm-hmm. a loan I doubt that we would get a loan or we would have to send our only white founder in to get the loan. <laughs> probably. Seriously. What? I'm serious. I I, and I, That's I, probably I true, true, though. That is but so true. But if I true. wanted to sign Shout up for Carolina. college, they would let me go and accrue all these student of loans course. knowing I'd be so paying it pay until I'm 50. The government, that's the you issue, know? you know? But if t- and but that's not coincidence. That's, that's not by a coincidence design. at all. So if um somebody was to show up to a free love event, what can they expect? So tell me how it basically what the mission statement is. We go to these places where people congregate and meet for either marches, vigils, um, protests of all sorts, whether they are going on a 10 mile march or they're just taking a park or they're just taking a street. Mm -hmm. We come, we provide signs, food, water, snacks, COVID protection, most importantly, free love. And um, it's adaptable. We can do it mobile. We can do it stationary. We could do it for a crowd of a thousand. We could do it for a crowd of ten. Nice. Um, and then yeah, that's just the that's just the basic uh, overview of, of what it is we do. And you could always expect um, smiles. You could always expect genuineness from from each and every one of mm. our team members. Um, and uh, yeah, 
Nice. That's that's pretty much. You guys always have a lot of people at your events too. Like it's growing as oh, yeah. you know time. Yeah, is the going amount on. of support we've we've received is is probably one of the best feelings I've ever had in my life. You yeah. know why though? Because you guys do it so genuinely, and I think people, especially nowadays, you can see through the bullshit. And if it's not genuine, they wouldn't show up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you because can feel it. yeah, exactly. But because you guys are genuinely out there helping, I feel like. That's what gravitates people to to you and like want to come to these events and want to be a part of it and all that. So you guys march at the end of every event. It, yeah. it kind of depends. Okay. You know, um, some events like in McCarran, mm-hmm. we sometimes we do two a days in McCarran. So we'll be in okay. McCarran from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. And you know, I have definitely like multiple events during the day. So like our, our last event at, at McCarran Park, we um, um collaborated with the Kids Peace Movement, which is probably we're gonna keep collaborating with mm-hmm. them. Shout I've out to them. them. Shout out too. Kids Peace Movement. Work. Yeah, um, they have an amazing organization where they just allow the kids to come. The kids give speeches. You know, I they talk that. about. You know, we had um Paperboy Prince came to talk with the kids as well. Nice. Um, but you know it, They allow the kids To speak and learn About the movement And like we said before They're the future So after this generation You know after You know we're fighting For them So yeah. when, when they grow up This you know this stuff Is probably a lot A whole lot different Right we can leave them A better place Than, than our exactly. elders left us so, so everything is out of pocket For you guys Oh like, yeah Everything yeah. is out of You guys' yeah. We pocket? started out of pocket And yeah. then donations. we've been Fortunate enough To have donations Help keep us afloat But there are You know there's expenses But again yeah. it's like That's Of course But yeah, yeah our first event here, Was Oh, fully yeah. funded by me, Dave, um, Turtle. Shout out Turtle. He's also not here. Shout out um, DJ Turtle. Um, and Caroline. Shout out Caroline. Um, it just came to us. You know, we were on his rooftop one night, and we were on Dave's rooftop one night, and we were just talking after one of the protests, and we were like, yeah, we should just do something. Like, you yeah. know, like, we, mm-hmm. we should just do something. Mm-hmm. And we came up with this. You know, he's an artist. Caroline's an artist. You know, DJ, uh, um, DJ Turtle does music. Nice. So we just came together, and we just put our, you know, put, put money in a pot, and we did what Where we could. Where can people donate? So you can donate at Venmo at Free Love NYC, yes, and as of right now, that's our only sole donation site. Okay. Um, but you know, in the future, when when it's necessary, we yeah. will have other. And obviously, if people come to the Free Love event, we will accept cash donations as well. Of course. But yeah, um, Free so Love sure NYC. Guys, Free Love NYC on Venmo. Make sure you guys donate, cause Please. I know how it is out there. Cause my podcast is funded by me, so like I know how it is to like. Put your all into something. <laughs> yeah, it's an investment me? to say the least. Of course, yeah, but it's right. an investment for the right cause. Of course, you know, no, so that makes absolutely. it always right. Yeah. So you know what I like most about the whole movement is your guys's um, name, Free Love. Mm. So I want to talk about more on like where the, the name, name came from <laughs> and how you guys even like came up. The with name kind of came with like 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 he was saying like we were on the roof and like Just we talking. didn't even like. Bobbing. It wasn't even like a decision. Right. It just kind of happened. I don't even remember who, who said, said it, it first. Really? <laughs> it just kind of yeah. It just kind of happened. And then like when the ball got rolling and we were like shopping for stuff, like getting some some stuff to make some sandwiches and mm-hmm. some wraps for people, it just kind of stuck. And then we just it, it just happened. You know, I can't even pinpoint who said it first. When um, I came to your event, I'm like, I definitely need that free love on a sign. Like I yeah. need that freely. Dave helped me with my sign. Bless, um, bless. He really killed my shit too. Mm-hmm. Like no. good shit. Um, I'm glad we I came up that. with this name though, cause yeah, our, our, first, our first it's name. The, what was? Oh yeah, Trapdivis. Trapdivis. Oh no. <laughs> 
Yeah, we, <laughs> no, you guys are we, kidding. We put that's that in the group, group chat. chat. That's the group chat. Yeah, name, we put but. it in the group chat, and then we're like, uh, maybe this is not gonna work. Yeah, this maybe you're gonna be like, uh, but I like that. Y'all so could be like a whole rap group with that. <laughs> like, the trapped of us. That's cute. But then second time was the charm because pretty sure free love embodies what we do a lot better than. No, I think it's like a perfect representation of exactly what you guys do. But Traptivist is clever. You know? (laughs) I fuck with that, OD. So wait, you guys, it started with you two or like all four of you at the same time? Um, Let's be honest, like Les marched for like a week before the rest of us joined in and Mm -hmm. I saw him and I like hit a breaking point one day and I was just like, I broke down and like brought me to tears and I felt like weak and helpless. I didn't know what to do. I didn't didn't feel like I could do anything. And so I called and I was like, yo, bro, like, I need to get out there. Like, I need to do something. Mm -hmm. And so then me and Turtle like went out there together with him and then like, like we caught traction and then Caroline met us at another march like about a couple days later. Took flight after And then like, you guys just made your own little group. Yeah, and then we were like, yo, like we all looked around and we're like, yeah, this feels good. Like this feels like, you know, this the feels right. like we could we could really do something. Yeah. Like we could really make some noise and get make some change. Mm. And so, so you guys all have your own little like talents in the group. Like you're an artist, Caroline's an artist. He's um Yeah, I do music. You're a music, but you're definitely like a big like information. I feel like Les oh, is definitely like yeah. big on information. Absolutely. Um I don't know Turtle personally, but I'm sure he has like a Turtle's role. like, you know, the... Turtle's the, our, he's he's my boom. manager for music. And oh, he's also yeah? a DJ. Yeah. He's just like a... He, I like to call him the bridge. Because mm. he gets people in rooms to hang out and vibe that wouldn't normally... Like people vibe. that wouldn't come. He's a come. people person. And he oh, definitely... Yeah. He's definitely key in organization and stuff like that. So, yeah. right. I'm the information. And, and, you know, Dave and, and Caroline handle all the artwork mm-hmm. and the art supplies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we all play our role in this. And for Did me... Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, Would no. you guys um have other people join? Absolutely. We're yeah. always looking for volunteers Absolutely. and you know anybody yeah. that wants to be part of Free Love if you if you know if you support what we're doing then come down. You Literally. know get, get right. yourself a t-shirt and you know help us do what we're doing, you know. I love right. That. If you want to just come lend the day, lend some hands or even some your insight or even if you have ideas, yeah. every, come everyone everything's welcomed. Dave, wow. I know you spoke about um if Free Love was to become a business. So like what is the ultimate goal? Uh, like what do you guys envision it to be that's a better way to put it uh i think we kind of like are leaning towards like non-profit okay yeah for mm-hmm. free love you know the name would be good i use that as like an analogy for business mm-hmm. but i don't i don't see I, any of us wanting to make it personally lucrative of course like you yeah. said we all have other things we do and other dreams and talents and passions yeah, that we yeah, chase yeah. in for that reason mm-hmm. and so for this um, I think I think eventually the idea would be like we get big enough where we can become a nonprofit. We can host youth, youth organizations. You know, we can continually do fundraisers and donate to various chari- yeah. charities. You know, we could do like mental health counseling. We could get into a local YMCA or something and have like a, a, a community leader schools. and like mm-hmm. just be like a an organization to what is help. the process of starting a nonprofit? I don't know. I've never I'm, looked. This into is my first time around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. So, um, um, my stepmother in Long Island, um, Renee Flagler, she's she you know she's the head of a, she's on the board of a nonprofit. You know, I'm terrible with names, but mm-hmm. I, I'll get that for you. But um, that's cool. You know, she was giving me a couple of pointers on what, you know what we need to do. So if, you know, first of all, you know, first we got to sit down with a lot of these um, you know people that are established, understand how it works, how you know wh- yeah. what they did to get to where they're at, and on top of that, you know, first we got to you know um, 
start an LLC, and then from there we could start, you know, doing these events, you know, being recognized by the by the by the state, by the government, and you know, hopefully one day we get big enough that you know it can go nationwide or hopefully internationally, and we could change communities all over the world. You know, that's the main yeah. goal. But mm-hmm. this is this, free love is some, you know, like he said, it's not for just us. It's something that you know we can leave behind for the community, for the world, of you know, course. for the future. So of course, that's what we're really doing it for. I think that would be so dope if you guys were a nonprofit. Honestly, like I yeah. see you guys on top with like the big, big guys. I can like, see us coaching a ball team. Uh, oh, that'd be AU um, team on yeah. um, Queens. Um, KP Brooklyn, just, all that. KP just said, um, what did you say? A charity concert? Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah, that would be you dope. You two man. performing? Oh man, we'll do some. KP, uh, KP's an, a rapper. He has an EP out. Nice. Um, get that before that we would leave. be that would be fire, right? A charity oh, concert. Man. You just sparked ideas. We're gonna hit the drawing board. Yeah. Leave. Like, you might now, have to I, be on I definitely am pulling up to that because I would. That would be dope. That would be super dope. Like shirts, like food, like people. That would be yeah. so dope. And that's another thing coming food. at the next event. We're gonna have T-shirts, so you know. You guys come are having down. merch. Yeah, we're gonna nice. have a couple merch. You know suggested donations but you know just come down show some love and get yourself a tea design it my Word, my speaking son of our, it. speaking of our next event um the 18th of this month we're going to be at royal palms bar it's in it's on union ave it's mm-hmm. in williamsburg okay it's a collab event with the bar and uh, another gentleman himself that's doing some food and what we're gonna do is bring some merch, some shirts. We're gonna have some signs there, but we're also gonna have a couple featured artists oh, that nice. um, are gonna have their art pieces, and everything is all 100% for donation. Oh, I love that. Um, and so yeah, it's pretty um, much a fundraiser for the movement and different and various chatter- charities around the community. Right. And so whatever funds we raise will go to fund our next event, and which is not very expensive. And so yeah. all the excess is gonna go to various charities of our deciding. And where is it gonna be again? Just it's gonna be at. Royal Palms Bar. Gotcha. On in Williamsburg Ave. on Union Ave. And that's on the 18th? That is on the 18th, a Saturday. So yeah. July 18th, free love in Williamsburg. Stop Catch out. them. So before we end, I want to thank you guys for coming. I oh, thought this you. was so informative. I'm so excited for the people to hear this because I think this is so needed. Like, oh, you. you know, people just, they just shy away from like the education part of this all and that's what i wanted to bring to the podcast especially like professionals too because like i don't want to give misinformation so right, right. thank you guys for coming um tell the people where they can find you um well you can find me on instagram at love.every.soul and dave and uh you can find me on instagram as but look who it is everything spelled correctly no <laughs> underscores none of that but most importantly Follow Free Love NYC. Tag us, comment, share, get all your people to follow Free Love NYC. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, and that's it for our episode, y'all. Make sure you guys follow me at the Risk Mav, T H E R I S M A V, and the QFQ podcast page. And thank you for showing love and coming here, guys. They brought me oh, such a cute yeah, sign. No you guys go are definitely going to see it on the Instagram. Sure thank you. Make sure you follow her. Yeah. You know, post a podcast. <laughs> go watch this next episode. Make sure y'all repost one. free love because, come on now, it's free love. Free. <laughs> Show the free love. Free. KP, What's thank up? you. KP, shout out. Oh, KP. Shout out KP and we out.